Last time on the Guardians of Fahal. Last time, you adventurers had a bit of a challenge trying to get into the city at night, which was not letting people in willy-nilly, but successfully made your way to meet with Rhiannon at two in the morning and learn about this noble being murdered. Uh, you learn the details of who it was, the fact that Elaine is suspected of the murder, and she is trying to come up with ways to prove her innocence. Uh, you then contacted Felix to see if he could help you with his roguish talents in finding the actual murderer of Lord Westwood. You discussed the various types of magic that could have done the deed, the clues that you had gathered, and now you are going about investigating on your own a little bit, and Felix was going to head and watch Lord Rice's manor for the night and see if there was a way to break in to get information. I think where we roughly left off is you guys had parted ways with Felix with him going to check out, like, see if he could, how difficult it would be for him to break into Lord Rice's manor, and the rest of you guys had other stuff you were going to do throughout the day. Let's see. Because, um, buddy, what was the last stuff that, that Rhiannon had said about this? I'm having trouble remembering. Do you remember what, what Rhiannon had? As far um, as... Like, what she didn't want us to do? She didn't have any don'ts. She just suggested going to the festival, the Harvest Festival at the Kingdom in a week. Mm. If I remember correctly, that was kind of the only thing in... She told us not to get into trouble, but that was about it. And the Harvest Festival, that's up in Meyerfield, right? Yep. Yeah. Which she was okay. not planning on going to, but we could escort her as a way to get in, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she said she right. wanted us all to be escorts. So, wonder how we go about doing that. Being escorts? Yeah. We got to get something slightly revealing. Um, <laughs> yes. I wear a kilt. Well, more revealing than that, my friend. I mean, I could take my shirt off. If that's what you, if that's what you think is needed, my friend. I, I'm not going to tell you how to dress like an escort. Banana hammock. Why would mm-hmm. I put one of those on? Because <laughs> sometimes less revealing is more revealing. Mm-hmm. That's a bit constrictive. Well, you got to buy the right size, my friend. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's that, too. Show the uh, whole package. I like to be as free as free as the birds. Okay, so after lunch in the billows, because the festival's in a week, we need to figure out how to become official escorts of, of Lady Rhiannon. Well, part of the guild, that should be easy enough. I suppose we could probably go back and see if there's been a posting for it. Well, we wouldn't necessarily even need a posting. She could just quote-unquote hire us directly. So should we go visit her? I would like to point out, Andrew was just with her like two hours ago before this lunch, so... No, we've got got a bit of time before the festival. Oh, right, because it's a week away or something. Yeah. Okay, so prior to 
Les Festivals. Because um, Felix is going to check out Rice's Manor here in town. I'm pretty sure that uh, we kind of discussed that Nora and Rowan would look into Faye's stuff if needed. Yeah. And I know Megan sent me some stuff that Una wanted to, in, like, to investigate with this. Um, I wasn't sure if you were going to do that this day, Megan, since it's early afternoon, or if you were going to go, like, wait till tomorrow to do it or what. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, either or. Because we have technically non-action at this time until we go to Meyerfield. Is that consensus? Where pretty much it's mm-hmm. research up until that point. Minus a little bit so of fun man. here and there. Yeah. Well, and pending how whatever Felix comes back with, since yeah, he was right. actively investigating. Um, but that's going to be at least a day. So, I mean, if it mm-hmm. makes more sense for my character to go and do the stuff I was suggesting, we could do that. When's the next fighting pit? Was that said when the next one was? You know, it's every two weeks. So okay. it would be on the 14th and it's the 7th right now. Okay, so okay. that would be, we'd miss it because if we're going to Meyer Field, correct? The festival's on the 16th. Oh. So it would be cutting it close. Yeah. Cutting it close. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't remember when I said I was going to meet up with Ulan and them and show them around the town if that was today you mean or when that in. was. <laughs> or, in, or, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, did you say Una? <laughs> no, no she's a kid. She's, she's, a got a, she's got a brother complex here. Apparently. <laughs> um, so if you guys are going to be investigating stuff, um, I know what Megan wants to do. Una's going to the school to do research, basically. So what are you all rest? What are you the rest of you doing till for the afternoon? Probably what I sent you. Yes. You wants to hear back from Felix and then ask, oh yeah, you want to go talk to the lady from the guild. Lavinia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can, if I can do that now or whatever. Yeah, you could do that now. Um. Um. So Andrews, Hans, and Franz had mentioned um, going back to the religious district um, and seeing if anyone knew anything about why things might be happening to me the way that they are. So... Rowan would like to go probably back to the same temple that he and Nora went to last time um, and see if they can help in any way. Nora, would you want to go with them to do that? Okay. Yep. All right. Josh, what are you doing? I think I think I'd probably tag along uh, with with my brother to the uh, Talk to Lavinia. Okay. Um, Megan's. Well, we'll do your guys' stuff first, and then we might do Megan's next. So, uh, that's okay. We're gonna do the twins going back to the guild first, and then, um, yeah. So, you guys go back to the guild. Um, Lavinia is in her office during office hours working. So yeah, yeah, she's this working. time, you know, go in and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like she's reviewing some sort of object on her desk and making notes about it, and then it's just like, oh, you certainly have been two days in a row. What What can I help you with? Yeah, good afternoon. Hello. 
We're here to ask you some questions. All right. Yeah, I'll look no. at my brother. <laughs> okay, I was, I was, I was going to ask, like, do you want to lead this or do you want me to? It's a, no, <laughs> I don't know what questions you want to ask. <laughs> uh, I don't either anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just were like... <laughs> Wasn't there something about, like, family history or something? Oh, yeah. He, You wanted to also... you In-game, you mentioned you wanted to go look up the Carlisle family, but... Or... Oh, no, this is about the smoke monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vinny is about the smoke monster. Yeah, yep. So, I'm just kind of curious. Um, somebody was talking about stuff and whatever, and they said that they saw a smoke monster of some kind. Would you have any idea what kind of, like, a summoned creature that may be? I don't know how familiar you are with that kind of stuff. Um, and one she... that flies. Yeah, yeah, flies a big... A smoke monster that flies... What are you getting up to? You know what? I really don't want to know, but uh, I do have a little bit of a question before I give you an answer. Is this strictly guild work, or are you doing things off... doing favors for friends? No, no, we're not doing favors for anybody. And I will say, that's not a deception on my part. He's not looking at, like, do me a favor and do this. He's just like, they're just a friend helping them out. I was just curious. It seems like you're dealing with a lot of questions with monsters that I don't think the guild normally deals with. So I was wondering if you were doing secondary jobs. If not... I, well, we don't know what we were dealing with when we went to do the monster hunting job in the sewer. That's where we found the... the... Sibaluth or whatever it's called. The Abolith? Yes, yeah. that thing. Is, yes. Wait, I do have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Are we not allowed to do other jobs? No, I'm just trying to figure out if you guys would be useful candidates to do other errands, you know, if you were paid right. I mean, if we find anything, we'll get, we'll let you know. You know, something that would be up your alley, I think. We oh, no, 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 not for me. Me having you do favors for me for pay. Oh, yeah, we could do that, too. I mean, there wouldn't be a favor if you're paying us. It's called a job. That's true, brother. Well, it would be, I would pay you. I'm not somebody who just expects something for nothing. But I figured, I just was curious. I don't really but have anything ever, at the moment. If you ever do, like, you know, if something is going on and you do need a favor, don't hesitate to ask. I'll keep that in mind. You guys seem to like throwing yourself at dangerous monsters, so anything with that, I'll, I'll remember. Oh. But in regards to smoke monsters... There's elementals. I'm not really as much of a summoner. I'm more of an abjuration and transmutation wizard. But um, summoning monsters, I immediately think of smoke elementals or air elementals. Otherwise, uh, shadow. I know there's undead creatures that are called shadows or shades, but I don't know much about them other than they'll kill you if they touch you. Well, that sounds terrible. Yeah. They're usually, like, just mindless creatures and lurk on battlefields or old ruins. Um, but that's mostly... I don't know if that's what you're describing, but that's what my mind goes to. No, well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, the elemental thing sounds kind of good. Um, but we also fought those undead up in Meyerfield, and they hurt you pretty badly, brother. 
That's true, that's true, they did. But was she said the mostly mindless. You know what we were told? There wasn't such a mindless thing. You gave me more specific details. Maybe I couldn't research it for you, but. Um, I don't know what details we really know. Well, I mean, what instance did you, did you just see a shadow lurking in the dark and it attacked somebody? Was it like I heard in a bar that there was a shadow that was lurking in the corners and killing livestock? Like, what exactly are we talking about? No, no, like, you got to think of it's like, you know, look up at the sky and there's like this, this like dark wispy thing with, with arms outstretched forward, like flying overhead. That sounds like a witch, which, uh. Oh, what? Well, uh, (laughs) wow, do you have personal space, gentlemen, personal space? Um, Because you both leaned in, she just like pushes back from her desk a bit like personal space. Witches are mostly what they're called, but there are some sort of like demonic creatures or devilish creatures. I can never quite remember the two. Uh, where they they conjure things, they steal children, they do all sorts of foul rituals, and they say they fly on brooms. Uh, yet, I've never actually seen that. And usually it's it's a complaint that you throw at women that you find to be too tedious and annoying to and you want to get rid well, of them. We did fight that hag that, that oh, stole that's right. you that did stole Bobby that. Billy's son. That Bobby. <laughs> what? Rob William Jr. I know. <laughs> I his, name. his name was Toby. Toby Billy. His name was Toby. What? Toby. Toby. Or Tobias. His name is Tobias, but his sister his sister called him Toby. Um, yeah, she says, that's right, you did encounter a hag. I don't know if they actually ride brooms or not, and I've never actually encountered one myself, but I don't know if they can turn into incorporeal sort of shapes and mist, but... So you said, like, um... Like a... a, a summon, like, elemental or something? Or would you say smoke elemental? Smoke elemental sounds more likely. Otherwise, a shadow, like a shade, like the undead creature, but those normally lurk around runes. They're not just flying in the sky. Undead things normally linger around where they died or have some sort, or were created or something like that. Wait. Really? How do you... Yes? Well, we fought those undead up in my fields and I don't think we ever figured out what caused them. So if they were attacking the town, they must be near... They must have been killed near there or raised near there. She kind of shrugs and she's like, this is all speculation. There was a lecture I attended in way back in my university days. And I remember them saying something about undead. It had to be where they died or at least close to or some sort of important memory to them. But if you want more of like religious expertise on undead, I would recommend actually going to the temple district and talking to them about it. That's a good idea. Thank you very much. I do think that smoke elemental has some good merit based on what the gentleman told us. So just, I, I don't have any other questions other than um, you seem like somebody who, if we if we do fight something, you know, powerful, you right. may be able to use 
some of its parts? Is there anything in particular that, you know, if we kill like some sort of like fiery horse or something, you know, is there anything that we should normally look out for that would that would be useful to you? She's like, what, you mean a nightmare? I think that's what they called it. No, we didn't have any bad dreams. It was just a horse. Uh, there wouldn't be anything left from that. They're normally summoned creatures. Yeah, that one disappeared after I killed it. Oh, you fought a nightmare? What was, who was its rider? They didn't have one. Well, there was some flappy things. Yeah, there was some like imps. But wait, they normally have a rider? Yeah, they're normally like a mount of a great... Tell Lord or something is what they say or something. Oh shit! No, we just kind of you know encountered it on the road. I was chasing a oh, girl. That horse! I remember hearing about that a while ago this summer. Right? There was like yeah. sightings of a ghost horse. That was actually real, and that was a nightmare. Oh God! Why does everything seem so? Uh, there's an abolis in this town and nightmares. Uh, I might have to move to the Fey Realm. This is becoming oh, unsafe. There's only one abolis. One abolis is dangerous enough, especially this far inland. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I just, whatever you told us, they sound. I mean, it doesn't sound like I don't want to stab it with my sword, because I kind of want to. But if you say don't, wait till I get paid more, then I'll wait. That was just a, that was just advice if you value your own sense of preservation. But it sounds like if you're fighting nightmares and undead things, you might have a little bit of a negotiable sense of that. So she like shrugs, but they are dangerous and I would get paid more. We did fight some harpies a while back. We didn't. Well, the stuff that we got from them, we used. But, you know, like, is if there's anything that we get off of. You know, a monster, should we bring it to you? Or should we bring it to the alchemist guy? Uh, Luthius? Yeah, Luthius. Luthius would probably benefit more from those things. Honestly, I'm trying to, uh, above table, I'm trying to think of what a transmutation wizard or or like a wizard who specializes in transmutation and abjuration would want. Because it's something Probably just like, if we find any like, scrolls in general or something she may be able yeah, to she'll, study she'll say unique scrolls or something like that magical items just in general yeah well Full a transmitter part. would probably like um unique materials uh to to you know mess with to to change yeah. properties of yeah she's like unique unique gems anything anything like a gem or something that would be able to hold or amplify magic would be cool yeah, that material is very special. We'll definitely keep our eyes open for you then. I um, didn't know, uh, you know. I don't really... I haven't spent a lot of time getting to know the people here too much, which is a shame. I normally like to know everybody that I hang around. Now we're getting to know each other, which is good. I prefer this instead of it being 4 a.m. and you're shouting in the bathroom. Oh, you mean when we were yelling about Rowan being broken? Oh, yes. that's what—that's how I recognize you. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry mm -hmm. for that. It's it's water under the bridge. But um, is there any other questions you had? Because I probably should go back to work. Although, if you ever find curse items, one be careful. But I would be interested in reviewing them. Maybe I could help break curses on them. 
How do we know something is cursed? Mm, if you touch it and it hurts a lot, probably bad. If it's supposed to have one type of magical effect and it ends up having the opposite, that's usually a sign. Okay. Well, thank you for letting us know. You have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you around. It was well, and she'll go back to her work and her notes and everything like that. Sounds um, good. Right. Let's do Megan next. Um, uh, Una, you make your way over to the Academy um, and... Basically, you go to the, the gates and you get the same interview process. There's uh, gar different city watch guards there that you kind of remember from uh, walking around the city before. Um, and you ask to go meet with the cadets. Like, you know what their cover is that we haven't, I haven't really decided what their... Um, well, I think their their cover is their exchange students from yep. a different coastal town or whatever. And um, so you do that, you get your message back, and uh, they say that they're in the library. Um, and one of the guards escorts you actually to the library to go meet them. And you encounter the various cadets from your village kind of in... Um, a room in the library at a big table where there's like a bunch of books all spread out and they have notebooks and stuff like that. Um, the same wizard who is the transmutation wizard that Lady Elaine originally brought in to investigate the uh, artifact that you got that was the Bellwater family treasure is there. She looks like she's kind of supervising them. And uh, it's quite entertaining. It looks like Caitlin is very focused on taking notes and like being very diligent about studying. Um, the other two students who are more of the academic ones that Una wasn't used to hanging around, they are also very much in the book studying. Oren and Perry look a little out of place. Like they're not really, you know, this isn't really their jam, but they're trying to be helpful. But you can see like Oren is kind of like, he's not really reading. Like he's kind of like tapping his pen and like trying to like bounce it on like the tip of his finger and it keeps falling. And then he's like trying to rebounce it again. Uh, Perry looks like he's actually falling asleep while reading. <laughs> Um, okay. But yeah. So this is where you find them. Um, I I'm gonna do my best to try to sneak up on Oren. Why did I know you were gonna say that? <laughs> Cause we're friends, and that's what friends do. <laughs> Especially when you're a stealthy one like me. Yeah, I'm gonna see what what would his passive be. Not nearly high enough. Actually, probably pretty high if it's monk. Do you want me to roll? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh! <laughs> that one. Uh, you, you think you get close to sneaking up on him and he's balancing the pen and then all of a sudden just really quickly, like, he flicks it behind his head and it, like, beams you in the shoulder. <laughs> and then he turns around and smiles and is like, Hey, Una! I see that you're uh, studying so hard. I am doing my best, but this is definitely not my area of expertise. Um, what's up? Just coming to say hi? 
Uh, well, I actually have a few things to look into myself here, and I thought I'd maybe see if I could speak with. Do we remember I the cannot... transmutation? I don't know name? if I ever gave her a name, so let's call her. Um... Fiona. Yeah, let's Was call this? her F- the transmutation wizard. I'm. I don't know if I ever gave her a name. I can't remember, but so, her to see. Yeah, if she we're can gonna call her Fiona. Yoda. Uh, okay. She's she's like, oh hi hi again there. Uh yeah, what what can I help you with? What do you what do you want to know? And she looks really tired and frazzled. Like I didn't expect to be in charge of all of these teenagers, and now I'm by default. <laughs> um. Well, being a person of magic, I was curious if you knew the history of the branches of royalty here, specifically regarding the Mayfield family, the the people who have been in charge over there? She, I'm not even going to make her roll for this. She's like, I know nothing about nobility. However, there are books with the family trees in it. I could definitely show you or have a librarian show you where they are, and then you can come study them in here under my supervision. That would be great. And other thing is, what do you know about uh, Apollos? Because <laughs> we haven't asked her yet about this. Well, she really should. Uh, is that some sort of a cuisine? Okay, nope, never mind then. That's totally fine. Uh, hang on a minute. Do, I was going to see, do any of the other, like the two Silky students know? Uh, as you say, Abolith actually. Caitlin lifts her head up and is ah, like, fuck. why do you want to know about Aboliths? It's just a passing question. It was a being we recently heard about that might be causing trouble. And we're just curious, trying to get some more information to see if we did happen across it someday magically, that we'd be able to handle it. Una, you're such a bad liar. She doesn't know. Yeah, that did not sound convincing well, at all. <laughs> and and uh, Orin actually turns to her and he's like, well, what do you know about him, Caitlin? And she's like, I know that they're from another dimension and they're very, very dangerous. And that's basically it. Uh, the the transmutation wizard lady's yeah. like, you know, or Fiona, because we have a name for her now. She's like, if you want to look at nobility and extra pl- planar beans, they're going to be in different areas of the library, but somebody could probably help you with that. <laughs> that would be great. And then I can take you guys out to dinner tonight. Since you guys that... are stuck in here all day. Oh, you're going to take them to dinner? That would be great. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> you can tell she's like, oh, finally, I get a moment of like figuring out, like taking a breather. Uh, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, let me get a librarian. And then she kind of like goes out the door and yells, Clarence, Clarence. And then like one of the librarians rushes over and is like, I've told you, Fiona, you cannot shout in the library. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this girl, help her find whatever she's looking for. Okay. Like, come on, come on. And he's like, Fiona, I don't care if you're in charge of this group right now. You are not allowed to yell in the library. And she's like, fine, I'll be quiet next time. But just how else am I supposed to get your attention? Just just go help her. And he's like, 
this way, young lady, and he'll take you to, uh, and he'll ask you specifically what you're looking for, um, like what kind of stuff. Um, okay. Um, and, yeah. Planar beast, specifically with those regarding mention of an avalith, and then the history of Meyerfield and possibly the royalty regarding or the family regarding that town. Um, you can get both types of books in the the couple hours it would be before dinner time because you got there at probably like three in the afternoon. You've got two to three hours. These are pretty big texts um, and they don't have an index. So you're going to have to kind of flip through them. So which one are you going to start with looking into first? I'm going to do the Meyerfield one first because that's okay. more pressing. Okay. So, um, Meyerfield, it's feel it, you find out basically is a, always kind of been known as like a wheat and, uh, plains town. Like, you know, it's, it's always been very agricultural heavy. There's been other, um, families before that kind of lived there, but eventually it got turned over to one of the, it became an offshoot of the heiress family. Um, when one of the bastards, Rysand Carlisle, married a Clarissa Carlisle, who was kind of a minor family that just had a lot of money, but they didn't really have any, like, titles. So that they formally built the keep there, and ever since then, they kind of moved on and ruled it together. It's kind of boring. It's like, oh, this person married this person, then they died, or sometimes there was a crop failing, or there was this issue, or there was a dispute between the other families in the area. Um, the, the more exciting parts of the history is there was Rysan's great-grandson, Weinstein, didn't end up marrying or having any legitimate children, but he had six notable bastard sons that fought over the seat, and his youngest, uh, ended up inheriting the seat because he, his mother was the only one that was noble born. And he managed to facilitate a marriage with the, the ruling family at the time, the heiress's older, like oldest daughter. Uh, and his name was Rice, which is kind of why it stands out to you. He married a Lila heiress, and then they kind of managed to reclaim some sense of legitimacy over the line again. Um, Ever since that, though, the Carlisle family has always seemed to have trouble with miscarriages and deaths, and many think that is the gods punishing um, their family for Weinstein or Weinstein's very wanton behavior. Uh, eventually, this most recent history led to a Marissa Carlisle being the only heir left and parentless at a young age, and was warded uh, by her mother's sister, who managed to get her. Uh, in a marriage with Cedric Eris, which was the younger brother of Federal Eris, which is Lady Elaine's father. Marissa Gild died of childbed fever not long after giving birth to her only son, Rice. And Cedric never remarried and instead preferred to have many mistresses before he eventually died in like 12... I think it was 1216 or 1212. I'll have to look at my date for that. Um... It seems like their family has always had ties to like worshiping the Southern gods for the most part, particularly Elios, just because of the fields and the wheat. Um, but overall, no 
big things about undeath, no big things about, like, uh, leaders just being straight up evil. Normally it's just political disputes. Um, but that's basically what you find on the family. Is there anything regarding the land or city? Like, rumors, stories, magical history? Not really. It's kind of strange. Like, everything is pretty calm, other than the fact that that big dispute with the heirs and the legitimate children, and then, um them being called up for service in different wars and stuff, that's basically been it. Okay. But for some reason, have trouble with giving birth. Blind does. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I'm assuming that I don't have more time to research the yep. tablet. Okay. Yep. Off to dinner! I will um, send... Oh, I can't send Perry because I haven't turned it back. Or, not Perry, um... Oh, but God, I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm losing my mind today. I have yet to change Spreel back into a bird. Um, and I have a sending stone. So I guess I'm taking him to dinner without the, <laughs> the crew. You could go to the uh, guild if you wanted to first. It's up to you. Uh, <laughs> I'll, what I'll do is I will spend... Time to change. Oh, that's an hour, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I'm not gonna. I would like to point time. out that you had this morning before you went to contact Felix, where I don't think you were doing anything. Could I have changed Spreel into a puffin at that point? <laughs> Andrew's like shaking his head. <laughs> sure, I'd say because you guys didn't do anything this morning until you went and had lunch with Felix. So okay. then I will have. Recon said I changed Spreel back into a puppet using my stuff, okay. my essence or incense, mm-hmm. essence, incense. And I will write a quick note to Nora that they should meet us at the novice. Novice. Or... Yeah, because that's the closest one to the academy for okay. supper if they so choose. And that I will be there with. The members of my village. Now right. send Spruel off like a messenger pigeon. We'll see if he gets hurt <laughs> along the way. So you hear as you send him off, like there's a bunch of like kind of like minor like shrieks and libraries. What? <laughs> and then he like just dodges like from like pencils and or papers being thrown at him, and he ducks out a window and gets his flight. Um, we will totally how he's useful. So (laughs) we will cut over to Nora and Rowan. You are going to the church district. Sure are. Um, I believe Nora carries those sending stones in like her sending stone to her mom Mom and and dad in her bag. Um, so. Oh, let's see. She'd probably look over to Rowan. Should we probably contact them now, just in case? That might not be a bad idea. Um, well, what do we all need to tell them first? Um, that's or a big should, question. Should we... Do you think we should just ask Mama to come here? That might be best. We've got. Um, she'll go ahead and 
take the stone out and get it all started. And let's see, how do I want to phrase this? Um, hi, Mama and Papa. Rowan and I have some questions for you and are hoping you could help us. Can you come visit? Nothing bad, I promise. Um... It takes probably about like 20 minutes um, and your mom responds to it. I can pop over, like I can pop over quickly, quickly, if you want to meet me in the Grove area, I'll leave now. Oh, I, I suppose she's going to be here soon. Oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be right away, but I suppose that makes sense. Oops. Um, <laughs> I suppose we should probably go there now and then we can come back. Sure. Okay. We'll head over to the Grove okay. area. It's like now. a 45 your, minute walk there. When your parents can just, you know, or your mom can just, just be like, show yeah. up. <laughs> All right. This, here. this tree gets over yeah. to there. So, boop. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, I'll make my own door. Yeah. By the time you arrive, she's actually sitting there, kind of like examining the different hive things because, you know, she can teleport instantly. Um, it's just her today. Oh boy. Uh, she's like, hello, my loves. It's been a very short time, but it's good to see you. What do you need help with? Nora's going to run over and just like tackle her mom in a hug. Um, and she's going to look back at Rowan and just say, um, I'll let Rowan begin. I just realized that since you saw her last one, you had something threatened to like, like something re-traumatize you. And then you uh -huh. saw somebody get murdered. And I'm like, uh -huh. holy shit. Yeah. A lot this. this was like three days, two days ago. Two days ago you saw. Two days. Yep. This all happened. And mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. mom has to learn about it all. I had um a, a vision. I don't think it was a dream because. Hi, guys, this is editing Lizzie here. Uh, so uh, so Discord's recording cut out a little bit of conversation with Lyra talking to Nora and Rowan. Um, specifically, what they were asking was they gave some details about Rowan's dreams and visions and this speculation of what could be going on with him and what this leads into back with the dialogue where it picked back up again. They were asking her to essentially explain how Rowan was made to try to understand the mystery of that a little bit more. So that is what Lyra is talking about right now. So I'm sorry that you don't get to hear all of the conversation, but I'm trying to fill in the blanks where I can. So leading in, they were asking about how Rowan was created in more detail. She rolled a, a 13, 14. 
When we had left you for the night and came back the next morning, we had specifically done it so that the fae spirits would, you know, bless you. And they, you, your bark had certain symbols carved into it that we didn't put there originally. I thought those were from Papa. No, so we asked your, your father and I both asked the Fae Spirits to give you some form of... We didn't really think it would be the same form of life. It was more of just trying to make a companion for Nora. And we totally didn't expect to get blessed the way we did. But some I was a little concerned when I saw what one of the things carved onto you was. Which one is that? Uh, she pulls up the one that is on your, uh, your, um, outer, like, chest. Um, she's like, you see how this one crosses over with protection? And then this one right here, this is a one associated with the word, translated translated would be covenant or bargain. What one of the visions that I've had, actually, the first vision that I had, someone told me to remember what I had promised. Would would that have would that have anything to do with it? I don't know. I wondered that with your fortune I read for you, because there was two spirits on that one card. There was a spirit carrying another one. And originally, when we saw that carved on your body, your father and I assumed that the spirits wanted us to fulfill something, even though we just assumed they were being more generous than what we asked for originally. We thought we would be the ones fulfilling the bargain, but I think that it's supposed to be you. And you can see her look very, like, upset, like this was always something I was afraid of in the back of my head. And now I'm concerned that that's actually what it is. Um, and she like squeezes your hand tightly and she says, I don't understand it myself and I can try to petition the spirits for more answers, but I always thought this would be your father and I's price to pay eventually, not it would get transferred onto you. Idea for us to go back and ask the spirits ourselves? If Rowan were to Speak to them? I don't really want to let Rowan near them right now until I figure out what they exactly want from him. That does make sense. I know they are our household spirits and protectors, but for them to give something so generous, and then I don't know what they would ask of him. The fact that he had protector on it makes me think that they want him to be some sort of... I don't know join him or join them? I don't know. I don't fully understand even how the vi the spirits from uh, our village work in comparison to the ones from the Fey Realm, since they're not as... They can be as capricious or as... They've mostly been malevolent. They're not as capricious as many of the ones from the Fey Realm that I've encountered. They definitely have more of the nice side to them. Like certain ones from the Fey Realm. <sighs> 
the the voice from my vision did say something along the lines of we need a champion does does that mean i'm to be the champion she kind of looks like she has this look on her face where she doesn't say anything but just knowing her you can tell you can tell that she thinks the answer is yes but she doesn't like that um okay um i, I had one more question oh um did i ask her previously last time they visited um, if the name Railta meant anything, I forget. No, you didn't. Okay. Um. So many things I'm trying to remember everything that's happened. Um. One of my earlier visions. Um. I I heard a man yell the name Railta? Does that name mean anything to you? Um, she thinks about it. She's like, it sounds familiar, but I remember I've only been in the vi the village a few more years older, a few more years more than Nora. That I will have to ask your father and others in the village. It might be something associated with the village, but I don't know off the top of my head. I I think it might be the the woman who's been speaking to me. I I don't know. Um like one of the well, Railta's not one of the spirits who hangs around our house, so I I think she she may be from the Fey realm. She may not be. She may not be in the village. Um, I was hoping maybe you'd know something more. But oh. that's okay. Sounds real to sounds like one of the words in Sylvan for star. Star? Didn't really think of that. Perhaps we should look into some Sylvan stories. I mean, I could potentially look in the library. Let's do that. You know, elves don't write our stories down, though. Yes, but I don't there think could be find... other storytellers that have roughly translated something. Um, otherwise... It could be something that we look more into once we return home sometime. Either that, or it sounds like if this is what the spirits wanted Rowan to do, it seems like fate is pulling him towards it, whether any of us want it or not. Maybe you should go, maybe you should follow wherever they seem to be pulling you. Only I knew exactly where that was. Well... I need if you're supposed to, find... to be a protector, 
What is the... What are things that make you uncomfortable? What are things that set you on edge that you can't fully explain? There have been... Now that you... <laughs> Wheat. <laughs> I don't like gluten. I'm gluten-free. Brown's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't eat gluten. So maybe I'm supposed to... protect the connection to the Fey Realm? At least fight off whatever's trying to disrupt it. It's a lot to think about. There's a lot to think about. I wish I had more clear answers for you both. Speaking of, um, Nora, I don't want to speak for you, but did you, did you want to ask Mama some questions as well? Unfortunately, we think we might be with a being of sorts that we've never experienced before. It seems to get in our heads a little bit. And when it got into mine, it was extremely threatening. And it brought up the accident. And it's threatened to repeat history. She immediately grabs you and like holds you very, very tightly and closely. Nora's like, gonna like hug back and she's she'll probably start crying at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah. And then she'll kind of like reach a hand out towards Rowan and like pull him into a oh, hug. Yeah. Uh, and after kind of being a little emotional herself, she says that's not going to happen. And also, if a creature could do that, it must be able to read minds, which is very dangerous. You'd, there are certain ways to protect against that, but... Have you ever heard of an abolith? Probably not. Oh, Mama, go. Go, Mama, go. Hey! <laughs> 19. <laughs> I don't think, okay, so I don't think she would know exactly what it is. She's like, I'm not the specific term. I know that there have been stories of sometimes in the Fey Realm, there would be creatures that came from nastier dimensions that would lurk in the water and cause trouble, and it, they would do similar things. They would either try to befriend you, or they would to enslave you, or they would just terrify you away so you didn't interfere with their business. Why? She's like, she's kind of like, oh, I gave you that back, that backpack to have adventures, and now everything's happening at once. <sighs> I didn't have to deal with Avalith. That, that, that it. That sounds like it may be what we're dealing with, because I, I think he spoke to our friend Una as well. Um. And it sounded like he was very friendly to her. Well, don't trust it, for one. Um, and remember, you have friends to protect you, and nothing like that will happen again, Nora. I know. Una actually has been teaching me to swim. 
I've been <gasps> in the water. She's like so happy and like proud of you. And, uh, you know, kind of starts asking you about like what kind of have you tried turning into these animals yet? Or have you tried this? I feel like when I'm in this form, it's really comforting or like you should try this. And then she's like, oh, I know that's not what you probably wanted to talk about, but I am excited. Okay, it is. It was actually slightly fun being an octopus. That was kind of cool. Having um, extra limbs is very confusing, though. It was very confusing. I felt like I was going to tangle myself in a knot. Well, it's strange because it's like your brain is in all of those different limbs, too. So it's just, it's very strange. Yeah. But, but... I, I don't want to go back down there and into the water again until that thing is gone. And when well, it's gone, I think then I can try again. I think that you should probably focus on whatever is going on with Rowan right now and let somebody else maybe handle the other... Uh, the other... the Aboleth, but... Um... Yes, and going back to that, I would honestly try to just go where you felt those senses of unease, and if you have anything that meditates, points you towards a different, points you in a direction, definitely go for that. I could do a, I could always do a reading for you and see if the cards give you any more direction. That might be good. Um, this did all sort of begin in Meyerfield, and we may have an opportunity to return there soon, so maybe that's where I'm supposed to go? I do think it's probably the best lead we have for now. But I would like that reading. Okay, I need you to roll 3d78s, and then I need you to roll me um, 3d2s. <laughs> 3d78 33, 7, and 14 3d2 a 201 and a 2 which, which one's the d78? Is that the square one? Yes Yeah, that's this non non, uh, I, okay. I, yeah I don't know, even know what the scientific term is for a Fuck. normal shape. Which ones are... Oh, God. Oh. So I'll bet the two and the one, the D2, is depending on whether it's right Direction. side up or right, right side up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to remember if it's supposed to be... Like, if I did... Which which was upright and which was... I think well, if it's one, odd, one, it's upside one down. One is upright. Oh. One, I think one was upright. Like, I think Eve's odd is upright. Oh, and sure, and two, okay. the card is turned following okay, the so two. Okay, so down, so it's reversed, upright, reversed, okay. All right, so the first one is like your current energy. It has a lot to do with um, procrastination, mischances, and bad prospects is what the the current feelings of this are. Seven, upright. Ooh! <laughs> Okay, 
the upright one is the it's just funny because it's the lover's card so it's like what the advice that is you're being told to pursue is she's kind of like confused she's like well this is either to do with partnerships duality or union so i would assume that the advice that it's telling you is to seek something with unity or duality partnerships love that's a little bit strange for this but okay and then uh if you don't follow the path uh you she kind of like looks a little uneasy with the last card uh and she says it's the card associated with death which you know means um <laughs> josh is muted and he's just laughing his head off wait I don't follow the advice, I'll die? No, following oh. the, It's like, it seems like the advice, the outcome is going to lead to making you want to fear of change, holding on stagnation or decay. So in this process of trying to seek out unity, it's going to lead to, you're going to want to stall and, um hold on to things because death the death card is always supposed to be symbolic of the end of a cycle and a new beginning and a transformation either that or it's telling you to go to an event with love involved i don't really understand that but bear witch well, <laughs> the universe is not in sync with this one i'm sorry dear. procrastination or missed misconnection miss Missed yeah, I'll directions. Mister, yeah, I'll send you. Yeah, send, send, send me, send me text. I'll, or, I'll, or I'll message you what they all yeah. are. But yeah, is there anything else you wanted to run by her? Because uh, um, oh, there I keep like, I keep thinking of one, and then something else happens, and we're talking about other things, and then I forget what it was. Um, um, if you want, you can put a pin in it and we can say this converse because this is two hours or three hours of conversation yeah yeah, yeah. i can imagine um, um there was one other thing that nora wanted to bring up before we head out okay um i know that we're going to wait until we know a little bit more about what's going on with rowan before coming back home for a visit but i was wondering how feasible it would maybe be to have our friends come with? Well, you know how stickly the, the village is about outsiders. However, if what I think is going on with Rowan is going on, and your group seems to be highly involved in protecting the Fey Realm and spirits and all sorts of things, I feel like they should Make an exception. I'll talk about it with your father. <gasps> oh, because of the kind words you said when we were hanging out, he actually is he is going to see if he gets elected. And she's like so happy. Like, he's oh. worked so hard for so many years. I know. He doesn't think he's going to be good at it, but he'll be so good. He deserves this. Um, But I actually should get back to the shop. I have some potions I need to work on, but... um. If there's anything else, we know there's another message. And um, if if they are, I will let you... I'll, I'll bring it up to the elders and see if they can get approval for everyone to come. 
Is it is it just you, or is it the other two people that came drinking with us too? I'm not sure exactly who's in your group of friends. There, there would be prob- probably three more uh, of us. So, um, Hans and Franz, and Hans and Franz, and Una. No, Nora. It's it's just Hans and Franz. They don't like it when we do that. They like Hans and Franz and Hans and Franz. No, 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 no. They they like just Hans and Franz. We are Hans and Franz. I suppose we are Hans and Franz, but but it's very confusing. I just oh, everyone knows that. Out. I know Una has brought it up when we were having tea with Rihanna the other day. We're just gonna have to sort this out eventually. <laughs> yeah, actually, she's there's like not nodding. much. There's not much longer that we'll be able to say. We are Hans and Franz, and not know who we're talking about. It would be Agreed. rather confusing to think of yourself as always attached to your sibling, but you know, maybe it's part of the culture. I'm not sure. I don't want to judge. Well, I don't want with to. Each I other am for their, bit, they've been with each other for their entire lives. They probably, at this point, just think of themselves as one entity, practically. Uh, well, twins are always individuals and should be treated as such. Yeah. But uh, she says goodbye to you and, uh, you know, kisses you both and, you know, says she'll say hi to your dad and stuff and ask about your request. And if there's anything else, we'll come back to it. Um, Okay. For sake of brevity, um, Nora and Rowan, do you go... The temple district is kind of starting to wrap up for, like, the evening by the time you're done visiting with your mother. So do you go back to the guild? Do you go somewhere else? Would you want to save it for, like, the next day? Probably. Um, so we'd probably go back to the guild. And Una left that note, right? Yeah, when you get back to the guild, Spriul is sitting on the table. And just, just, just let me narrate this, guys. Hans and Franz are trying to get him to land so that he can give, like, the, like, cause he has a note tied to his ankle and he's just being, like, like, backing away from them. And they're like, come down, you stupid bird! <laughs> Maybe they're not saying that. Uh, but he, but which, it's. Which, which one of us is doing this? They're oh, like, which, which. <laughs> Who, whose accent are you butchering right now? Because that's yeah. what they want to know. I'm not good at doing that. Uh, we'll say that, like, and as soon as you come in, uh, uh, Spriol comes over to you, Nora, and, like, holds out his uh, foot with a little note on it. Why didn't you do that for us? We asked you, can we have the note? Spriol? She'll take it nicely and just pat his head. I don't know, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was given some instructions to give it to Nora in Spreel's dove in a bird brain and was like, Nora's the only one who can have this note. I figured as much. <laughs> but we don't know that. Yeah. Nora will open up the note and read it. Says they're going to have dinner. Oh, it looks like they're going to have dinner. <laughs> who is? Uh, Una and all of her friends from back home. They said we could join. Well. What, where are they eating at? Um. The the novice. So we should just, if we want to, we can meet them there. I, I don't know if either of you have plans. Nope. No. 
Hey, well, dinner sounds nice, so. Yeah. Nora's oh. gonna go put her some of her stuff away in the bunk area and then head out with the gang. Yeah, on the fronts. Just we're, we're always ready to go. <laughs> the notes, Briel will come sit on your guys' shoulders. Like, he's like, I followed orders. I'm good. <laughs> I did good. <laughs> my job. I did the I thing. Did. <laughs> oh, oh, now you want to, you know, be here. Okay. Brother, I think you're being too hard on the bird. The bird is a bird. <laughs> yeah, but the bird is a smart bird. He's like a spirit like bird. Been- he was probably given very specific instructions and just wanted to make sure he followed it correctly. He nods. See? What What will you say? You told, give the message to Nora and Nora only? Shakes his head. He's just like, when you say Nora, he nods. And then it's like, Nora only. He's like. So you were told to give it to Nora. I mean. I'll just try to just kind of like stutter stares at him just like he's he starts to say something and he stops and he thinks and then he starts to say something again and he's oh whatever yeah have some fruit i appreciate you uh keeping notes meant for me to me spriel you did good spriel looks proud of himself and eats the fruit and has done nothing wrong boy I don't know. He shrugs. Or they, they shrug. <laughs> good face spirit. It's a good spruel. Good spruel. <laughs> so we met with Mama. Oh yeah? How is you, um, your mama? She she's good. Um I, I I think it was a little bit much for one meeting. It only was two days that we hadn't seen her and we had a lot to share um but she did say that she was going to check with the elders to see if you all could come with us to visit sometime oh nice. yeah so that'd be really cool figured if, figured if we need to look into anything fey related it would probably be the best place to start um but considering Rowan's circumstances, she wants to wait until we know a little bit more there first. I mean, that's a good idea. Probably not a bad idea. Um, we talked to Luvinia. Um, oh. Good, I think. She, um, <coughs> um... Did she yell at you again? No, no, she no. was very cordial. She was very nice to us. She, um, that it might be a, um, like a smoke elemental. So maybe it was an air there. elemental. Well, she's kind of said that the, the smoke one kind of made the most sense. She yeah, did say yeah. something about maybe being undead as well. Like a shadow. Pretty mindless. And this, what we described to her didn't seem very mindless. Above table, the shade makes the most sense. But yeah. like, Someone would have to be controlling it. I don't think yeah. shades can fly though either. I don't know. I don't know, it. <laughs> I don't know what Lizzie does with her stuff. Yeah, anything we can't believe possible. that anything here is by the book 
until, <laughs> until it's happening. In the woods. <laughs> Anything is possible when you're. Dead. But we're in a city. <laughs> we're out of the woods. Um. You take the woods out of the. Nope, I got nothing. Uh. Did you, you guys can want take to... the Rowan out of the woods, but you can't <laughs> take the woods out of the Rowan. <laughs> Did you guys want to keep talking on your way to meet with Una, or are you going to go meet her? Yeah, I think we'll boost. go go to dinner. Um, we'll say that you guys make it to the novice, um, and Una and the group is already there. Are we just everybody. saying that, or is, it, is that what happens? It's, that's what happens. <laughs> Unless <laughs> we'll you wanted to talk to happened, each other. But like, Unless you wanted to talk really to something totally way. different happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. Unless you want to be more of a smartass, then maybe something else happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, see what happens. The, the cadets are having a good time uh, drinking um, and enjoying being in like this college bar. Um... Oren is kind of like, none of the bars in Breakspear were this nice and fun. Like, oh, there was always like, maybe pirates or smugglers, you weren't really sure. Or like, women coming up to you who wanted to sell stuff. And it was just, it was a lot. And then Perry's like, I didn't really mind that too much. What kind of stuff? And Caitlin's like, uh, and Caitlin is like, they tried to sell favors of sorts. You can sell favors? But you mean like instead of like saying, you know, here, I'll, I'm looking for this sort of job. They're just like, hey, I'll do you a favor. She just looks and is like, I mean, they, they would offer, they would say like for 10 gold, they'd suck your dick. I don't know how else to say it other than that. That's all I wanted to hear. I knew exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> she just looks so on un- like, I can't believe I'm having dinner with you. <laughs> you don't have to come! <laughs> so, you know, I've been wondering, out of all you oh, yeah, cadets, who, who would you say is the fastest swimmer? Uh, they all think about it, and, uh, Caitlin's like, Oren. I'd agree with that. He is very quick. Uh, uh, Oren's actually like, oh, actually, speaking of, because I haven't seen you in a while, Una, I wanted to show you something new I learned how to do when we haven't seen each other. Um, and he, uh, kind of like concentrates for a moment and breathes and you can actually see him like breathe out like mist from his mouth and then uh he kind of like catches it in his hand and then starts like swirling it around like and uh then yeah he he just like blows out mist and it like yep forms around his hand yeah like kind of water ice texture and stuff like that and then it just misses i i must say that yeah, elemental monk man. Ta-da. Yeah, um, we have the four elements, baby. Uh, yeah, right. Element one out of four. Oh my god. Ah, uh, anyways, um, Uno will be shocked, surprised, kind of like 
Squirrel girly Ai because she's super excited for him that he learned magic, knowing that that was something that he was into. Um, you know, like, oh, that that's so cool, you know, and she'll wait to show him Spreeul because that's a bigger leap of magic and wants him to, like, have the spotlight, if that makes sense. Sure, sure, yeah. So... But yeah, just like no, he's fangirl. Oh, oh, oh yeah, so cool. bird. You can you can see when he's fa- when you're fangirling and excited. Like at first he was a little nervous. Like I hope this is okay and you're not mad. And then and then you're just getting excited and he's like getting more like yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. do have frosty breath. Yeah, I'm I'm cool. She thinks I'm cool. Um, and he wants to know what like all about your new abilities. What? Hmm? What'd you say, Andrew? No, no. <laughs> um, I mean, but, if he starts asking, he'll be like, "Well, um, I, I can go invisible now in the shadows, and I have a new friend." And spreels out. He's not in my arm right now, so. And uh, like, Caitlin's like, "Wow, you actually got an something to like you." Uh, <laughs> And Perry's like, oh, what do you mean I thought- we all like her. And Caitlin's like, that's because you didn't grow up with her. Uh, Perry's like, whoa, I didn't know you were going for the animal route. Like, that's pretty sweet. Um, I- I'm not. This is just something extra. And I'll snap my fingers and he'll disappear into my arm. Uh, the two, the two uh, that are a little bit more that Una didn't know, they're like, "Did you kill it?" And then Orin's like, "Whoa! How did you get a teleporting bird, Una?" Stop well, there. I, I didn't kill it. He's just in wow. my arm and also she, um, my she won the tournament champions. That's what she got. Do you you want him? That's cool. Yeah, you know, communing with the spirits has a lot of benefits. Well, I I just, I started learning more magic by being here, and he's just something that I learned, and we became friends, so he Oh, so you're showing the tattoo? Yeah, your like, I'll show my tattoo to them. You know, I'll be like, yeah, you know, he's like, just, he's here. So like, no matter what shape he's in, he'll always be with me. Like, Whoa! A bunch of them are like, whoa! Caitlin is like, and then she looks over at Hans and Franz, and she's like, "You have tattoos? Can you do that too?" Oh! Now that's why would I want to take something that she can do and do it myself? Rather, weren't you always dropping your fingers? Yeah, I like to. I like show tunes. <laughs> now my magic is completely different. Mine does um well mine gets a bit more explosive and tends to help if I have somebody to hit with it. Yeah, he just, you know, removes things from existence. Yeah, I'm sort of like a cleaning service, but you know, for monsters. Yeah, except usually it makes things messier. That's uh, true. Or- Orin is like, does this kind of tie into the fighting pits we were talking about? Or maybe are we just going to have to go monster hunting with you guys to so I can see what you're, 
what you can do. Well, we don't we don't do that in the fighting pits. That would that would be yeah, murder rules. But yeah, you know, like like that. What did Luvinia call it? A nightmare that you you hit and just got rid of. And then yeah. it was that. Yeah, that, that, was, um, like, uh, that was the the mouth thing down in the yeah sleep. the the Muther. <clears throat> so what uh, what have you guys been up to since you got here? And Hans and Franz, at, with that following that question, will look at what is her name, Caitlin? Yeah. And say, you know, without trying to up upstart uh, Una. Una hasn't been doing any of the same things that we've been doing for the last day, so how can I upstart her? Oh, but no, we've mostly been reading books. What's it called when you make someone else less, you know, worth less than they really are? Um, shitty. Okay, sure. Yeah. Kajitron's just like staring at mm -hmm. Caitlin. I would call that just assessing what we've been doing and what things are, but to answer your question, we've mostly been reading books, looking for information about the artifact and other facts from our village. And Oren's like, it's kind of boring, to be honest. I kind of wish we were doing whatever you were doing. Uh, we have to read books sometimes, too. We don't know everything. Well, actually, there's a lot we don't know. It's usually not us when the reading. Oh. How's it trying to like, like, shush his brother just ever so slightly? Just <laughs> don't admit we can't read. We can totally read. <laughs> we can totally read. Back of the cereal box. <laughs> oh, man. So what, um, what sort of stuff do you do? Caitlin, that, uh, yeah. I get up close in battle and use my swords, and I also have hunting and tracking abilities, very similar to Una. And my specialty lies in finding gateways to other places. So can you do the magic stuff too? Not the exact same spells that she has, but other spells. Oh, what you mean, like bridges and portcullises? You're good at finding those things? I'm good at finding ones that lead to letting monsters in from other dimensions. Oh, like summoning? Yes. Kind of like Portea. Por, por, para. Para. I don't know who Para is exactly. Oh, no, wait. She was one of the ones of the... Yeah, uh, or Oren's like, yeah, she was one of the ones that Una and uh, the group took care of. But she's like, yeah, she sounds more like some sort of magic user. I have limited magic ability. I'm more useful with my swords and my mind. Oh, you can't summon things? Oh, do you... You can find portals to other places? Yes. Do you know of any nearby? Let me look up and see how far the range is. One mile. Oh god, that would be awesome. How, how fucking big is Feyen? 
probably pretty huge. Uh, Faye, yeah, I don't, Faye is at least like two miles across. So where you guys are at, she's probably. Well, she's in the, pretty much the center of the city. Yeah. yeah. Dude, if she finds a portal that the Ablis came through. I know, that's all I think. That's what we're hoping for. Oh my gosh. Life would be so much simpler. Uh, you see her close her eyes for a minute and then like they open and there's a little bit of like kind of a golden tint to them and then they're gone. Like they, they like they literally turn like gold and gold. Eyes are just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her eyes are gone. <laughs> and then uh and then she says, mm, there's none within a mile of here at least. Interesting talent. So well, we know that Para didn't call them through a gate or whatever uh my theory is that para just uh opened and closed a door in a sense i mean that's pretty responsible of her then you know she's got sort one of. good quality have you uh Una will ask him uh have you guys had a chance to explore outside the academy or due to the heavy guard presence have you guys been kind of sequestered inside uh we've been sequestered it's kind of orange like it's kind of weird when we were um when when uh lady elaine was on the island with us it sounded like she was gonna give us a tour of the city because i think she wanted to make sure we didn't get into too much trouble but then she's been gone since we came here and uh fiona's mostly been the one guarding us and she doesn't really want to leave the academy and hasn't really taken us around much at all, so we haven't really explored the city that much. Well, if you guys would like, I can tomorrow evening come and get you if we don't have other plans, and we can do a quick tour, or even tomorrow afternoon to give Fiona a break from watching you for a while. Yeah, Caitlin's like, I would assume going in the daytime would be better, considering the city will actually be... Oh like open more since daytime hours but yeah and you can go to the zoo what am i five <laughs> why wouldn't you want to go to the zoo they have a pegasus <laughs> what am i five what the hell does that even mean <laughs> i do have a question so you do some sword fighting and all this stuff so what do you do that makes you think you're better than everybody else that's what i'm curious I don't think I'm better than everybody else. That does not seem true at all, because you're mocking my brother, you mock me, you mock one of our friends here. What did here. I say to mock your brother? He just said, maybe you go to the zoo, and you said, what am I, five? That sounds kind of mocking to me. I'm just going to sit back and just like, go. She does like the, 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 like, teenage girl thing of like, I'm just yeah. going to sit back and smile next to Orin and, like, nudge him a little bit and nod. I don't have an interest in going to the zoo. Well, then you can say that. You don't have to be mean. We've been nothing but nice to you. I've been trying to, you know, start a rapport with you so we could get to the bottom of why you're so mean to my friend and maybe get past that. But it seems like you don't want to do that. It seems like you don't want to be friends with anybody other than anybody that can maybe make you feel better about yourself. And I'm not going to do that. So... Maybe I just don't have interest in goofing around in a town when our village is getting attacked by God knows what. Well, Maybe I'm angry because, because I had to because... watch my fucking comrades die when we were 
And she just like gets up and like walks away. Where does on your village is getting attacked? Well, that's interesting dinner conversation. What's happening with Una's village? Find out next time on The Guardians of Fahal. <laughs>